0: Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo.
1: Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo!
0: and welcome to the latest episode of the Palazzo Podcast. No Deary this week. He's in Ohio, a beautiful state, not much different from Michigan. But Michael Govier, as you covered, he's going to talk about head-to-head playoffs. That's right. Are you winning your matchup right now? Are you trailing? Are you kicking yourself for not starting? A certain pitcher or a certain hitter? Have no fear, because Govier is here, he understands, he's in misery, like many of you, sweating out his matchup, and it's going to be a doozy of an episode. We're going to cover fantasy playoffs, we're going to talk about who's hot, who's the catch of the day, who do you need to know about, who's been making a difference on and off the field, a Garcia, 30-30 season, is it possible? These are the things and more you will hear about on the Palazzo Podcast, and don't forget, when everybody else lets you down, when everybody else can't stand the sight of you, and you just want to get away from it all, the Palazzo Podcast is here for you. It's created for you, in association with you, at all times. Take it away, boy! talk. give me
2: two. Two, 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 two. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, 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 who loves baseball? Who's your head-to-head baseball guru? Fantasy baseball, that is. I'm Michael Govier. You're live watching Plaza Podcast 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah. Give me two. I'm fired up. I'm stoked. I'm ready to do the show with you guys. I hope you're ready to do it with me as well. We're going to talk about head-to-head fantasy playoff matchups. How are yours going? You can tell I'm a little frustrated by my own because it just hasn't quite gone the way I hoped it would. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly, but no, that really is true. I'll show you what's going on with my matchup, and we'll talk about the mistakes I made, uh, the decisions I thought were right ones. It's not like I've been making big mistakes. I'm just getting a lack of production. When you don't get a lack of production, you can't win. Yeah, hey, what can I tell you? That's the truth. Love to get your thoughts in the live chat, drop your comments, your questions. Anybody who's left, it's Friday, September 16th, 2022, and many of you are completely locked in on football. I'm locked in on football but I still got baseball to play and I'm very much dedicated to finishing this season strong. I got a couple Roto teams that are hanging around. We'll chat about that. We'll talk about, you know, who is the catch of the day and players that we should be taking a look at for next season as well. we will go any direction. This is just kind of a free form episode. There's no Deary. He's in the beautiful state of Ohio. Wow, dude. Well, yeah. It's come on. I got Ohio and Michigan have much more in common than they do not in common. So don't let these divisional lines and these rivalries of the past create dissension within the ranks, okay? Deary's in a lovely state of Ohio, and he's doing his thing. So I hope he's having a great time. I hope all of you are enjoying your Friday afternoon. We got a game going on right now. For those of you that are catching this in the podcast version, that game is over. So you're like, who cares? No one cares. I know no one cares. It's fine. And that's the Cubs and the Rockies. It's one nothing Cubbies here early on. It's Marcus Stroman against Herman Marquez. Stroman has been a huge bust this year. If you were on him at all, like me, I thought he'd be a nice player this year. Signs with the Cubs, expected some good things to happen, and uh, you know they
3: didn't happen. Maybe I'm just not making myself clear.
2: No, I think I've made myself pretty clear. Marcus Stroman's been injured, did not have a fun year. Herman Marquez has played a lot. He's been pretty reliable in terms of being on the mound all season. And when you pitch at Coors, though, Coors, you're playing with fire. You now, maybe Herman Marquez should have one silver bullet before the game. Maybe that would relax him just a tad and bring out a little bit more command and dominance on the mound. One singular silver bullet of that Coors Light.
1: This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado.
2: you damn right it is. So we're happy to be here doing the show. Uh, happy when I say we. I mean all of you that are here. Just Bob's here. What's up, Bobo? How you doing? I hit the thumbs up on my way in. Did you? Just Bob is always very, very supportive of our show. And the little details like that. Hitting the like button. The people who are cool and are trendy say, smash that like button, bro! Smash it now! There's nothing wrong. I mean, why do we have to make fun of people who say smash the like button? You know? Why can't we just let them have their thing? I don't think it helps anything. That's my personal opinion. But yeah, you hit the like button when you do the show, when you pop by the show. Whenever you're watching it, it doesn't matter if you're here now or if you're seeing this at four in the morning and you're sitting in your underwear with a bag of chips and a diet soda and you can't go to sleep because your wife is cheating on you but you don't have the proof yet and you just have insomnia that will not go away you can like the show when you're in that situation as well just want to make that clear all right so what's on your guys's mind anything uh you want me to speak about here we will talk head-to-head playoffs. We're going to do that. But, you know, where's the where's the intensity? Where's the excitement? It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. I want my baseball excitement, and I want it now. Damn! Um, I will say I'm going to the Tigers game tonight, believe it or not. I don't know why I'm putting myself through that. Go Tigers! But there's a big, big meetup happening today. I'm really excited about it. There's a guy that a lot of people you know who play fantasy baseball should be aware of. He's a great guy. He's got a killer Twitter handle, and he's very supportive of my show, always has been supportive of me and very kind to me. And he's a funny guy, and he loves hip-hop. Big, He's old-school hip-hop head all the way. I've given you a a few details about this person, but we're going to meet up in the city of Detroit. We're going to go to the Tigers game tonight. Go Tigers. Yeah, can you believe that? I don't know how it happened or how we decided to do that. Actually, I know exactly why we're going because he's never been, and he wants to go to Comerica Park. So I said, hey, man, you're in town? You want to go see the Bozo Tigers? I will join you. So me and Lan are going to meet up with him for dinner about 5.30, and then uh, we're going to head over to Comerica, catch a couple of innings because he's got a flight back tonight, so we're not going to stay for the whole game. Thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you for making me have to leave the game to give him a ride to the airport so I don't have to watch this whole damn Tigers game.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Jesus!
2: I knew he was real. So it's gonna be great, though. It's a beautiful day here. The weather's nice and toasty, so it's gonna be a great night for baseball. Also, the North American International Auto Show, which has always been a huge event in the city of Detroit, is going on. In fact, I think it officially starts tomorrow, and it used to be a Am I in focus there? Just to make sure I'm in focus. Hey. It used to be a huge event in January. It was one of the big events that started off every year regionally in Southeast Michigan. But they moved it to September, apparently, a few years back, which uh, is a big change for me. People here locally know what I'm talking about. Uh, Jared, shout out to you. Where are you at, Jared? You here? You watching the show? You listening to it later? Don't forget, this is available in podcast form. Five star review on Apple Pods, please. As the season ends, if you haven't done it, you only get to do it once. So could you please give us a five-star review on Apple Pods? That would really help the show gain momentum going into 2023. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please? We're stuck on 330 forever. I just, I guess it's not the ideal time of year to grow a fantasy baseball show, middle of September. I get that. But if you haven't, subscribed for some reason. And if you've never given us a five-star review on Apple Pods or Spotify. Don't forget Spotify. They're our friends, too then uh, I would be very grateful for that, if you could be my friend. Can you and I be friends? I'm Teddy Ruxpin. I'm not freaky or scary at all. I'm here to be your friend. Just put a tape cassette in me and love me. (laughs) Does that freak anybody out? Like, ah! That's my best uh, Gilbert Godfrey impression, I think. Ah! Yeah. How does it compare? Any resemblance? Yeah. Maybe not. But yeah, the Tigers are playing... 2-9! Tigers are playing... 2-9! I
1: never miss
2: a game. That's right, Clarence Boddicker never missed a Tigers game. While he was raping and murdering and stealing from the city of Detroit, he never missed a Tigers game. Isn't that incredible dedication? That Clarence Boddicker of RoboCop fame could be such an evil son of a bitch, but always find time to go to the Tigers? I mean, you heard it right here. He said so himself. The Tigers are playing. Two nines. I never miss a game. Very passionate Tigers fan. I don't think people really catch that about Clarence Boddicker and RoboCop. Huge Tigers fan. Just Bob says, are you going to talk football on this channel? Well, I would like to yeah i just don't know how that's going to play we're so baseball focused how do you make that transition we're known as a fantasy baseball show the palazzo podcast is a base palazzo itself hey it's enrico palazzo is a reference to the baseball part of a movie from 1988 very dated yes but the naked gun is a timeless comedy classic so how do we make that adjustment how do we make that change It's my only confusion, I guess, my only question just, Bob. But I, uh, oh, he says, it might help you grow. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. I'm ready to do that. And I promised the patrons already that I would bring some football content, I haven't delivered on that. So I'm a liar. I'm an absolute failure.
1: Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. So,
2: yeah, I want to do it. I'm all about it. Right now, I have just failed. You have failed. Yeah, I have. But we're going to make it happen, okay? It's time to make the adjustment. As Just Bob says, change it from baseball to sports. Yeah, why not? Palazzo Podcast Sports. Palazzo Sports. Who gives a who cares what the name is? It's about the content. I am with you, Bob. And I am really grateful for your support. I will tell you this. Our, our buddy... Oh, I got to get the shout-out button fired up. That's the one I don't have ready to go, guys. I have failed you as a host and as a producer by not having a specific button ready to go yes i've made a huge mistake there you go Uh, let me get the shout out button ready to go but i want to shout out a couple people here who need to be mentioned because we got some cool stuff brewing related to what bob's talking about with the football we're gonna give it to you you're gonna get it yes we're gonna give you football i just am trying to put together how and why But over on Twitch, which we're live on Twitch right now, live on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter simultaneously, that's how we do it, thanks to StreamYard, who's been uh, broadcasting our shows for three years now. Pretty exciting. But yeah, there's going to be a new show on Twitch that involves Chad. That's right. You guys know Chad? Shout out to Chad. Chad, by the way, I want to say Chad... I hope you get better. I hope everything works out. I hope you're good to go, my friend. No T's and P's, because those are pointless and empty. That's right, folks. It doesn't do anything for anybody. They need people. They need your time. It's just like mental health. Everybody loves talking about mental health and how important it is. What people really need is money and funding and your time and energy. It's about volunteering and money. It's not about words. We got all the words in the world that we're ever going to need right now, especially with social media. Everybody knows mental health's important, Right? Has anyone not been told that? Is anyone under a guise of confusion? Like, mental health matters? Really? Wow, dude. Come on. So what we need is funding and time and energy. So that's what matters most. And Chad, you're going to get that. I hope you get that. And I wish I could contribute more to that. I don't know what else I can do to make you feel better. But we're rooting for our buddy Chad to get well. And I think he's going to be just fine. I do. I will say that Chad has got this show he's going to try to do on Twitch, and I've given him the blessing under the Palazzo Podcast banner. That's right. Chad is now going to be doing a show underneath that. He used to do his own stuff, and he asked me, hey, I'd love to help you out. He's trying to help me out. It's amazing. What a great guy. So it's not about him. It's not a selfish move at all. Uh, Just Bob says, by the way, changing from baseball to sports will give you 12 months of content all year long. That's right yay 12 months of endless palazzo sports content that's what you all wanted isn't it but yeah so watch out for chad on twitch he wants to grow the twitch side of things which we're very weak on we just haven't we haven't had a twitch presence really at all so chad's gonna help us with that thank you chad also shout out to jared maybe i'll see you at the tigers game tonight what do you say maybe And then you can yell at me. If somebody ever sees me in real life, by the way, and I don't recognize you first, say this.
1: Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo.
2: That would be awesome. I would love that to be like the show's thing. Wherever you go, wherever you are, if you're a Palazzo podcast pal, if you just yell that out, that'll be our thing. That'll be like our show thing. It'd be great. I think that'd be fun. It's fun to have tradition, routines, show-related stuff. So, yeah, uh, look forward to that. And also, you know, Jamie, our friend, shout out to Jamie, huge Discord lover, big consumer of the Palazzo podcast. He does his own show. He's got the Twin Turbo Show, which turned into, uh, what was it, Kill Rhythm now? I can't keep track of the name changes. I'm sorry about that, Jamie. Out of Rhythm, Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports. So he's been doing his show there, and it's <laughs> it's entertaining. They wear sunglasses. They have a good time. I don't know if we're going to bring it under the Palazzo banner yet or not, but we've talked about that. I want Jamie to get some more reps, get some more experience, because I think he's got a lot to offer. He just needs a few more reps. We all, Some of us are ready to go. Some of us need more reps. We all start green when it comes to de- creating. Fair to say. I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for us to be growing in that manner. And, you know, to put the Palazzo name, which doesn't hold a lot of water on... Oh, the Palazzo name is an incredible reputation, and we cannot sully it with anybody else under the banner. That's not how I see it. I'm just saying that to not be... First of all, for me, not doing shows, it's pretty wild to me. Like, for other people to be doing shows under the Palazzo banner is just... It's a strange feeling because I've been doing so much of all the work for three years now. I'm not complaining. I love doing it all. I love putting the show together and producing and hosting and analyzing. And I love all that stuff. I really do. But it's a strange feeling to turn the show name or at least the banner to have other shows under our banner. Like we're more than just the show now, which I think that's really going to happen. I don't know what your reputation is in this town. Yeah, I don't know what it is either, but you guys can speak to my reputation. And our reputation is a show. Chad's here. Sorry he's late. Busy day. And he's on YouTube, not Twitch, which always freaks me out. But Chad, we're just singing your praises, talking about Twitch in the future, what we'll be doing. So that's that. I'm going to keep that there. And let's get into what we like to call business time. That's right. So in business time, I always give you some updates. I got to play my jam underneath, of course. That's what I do. It's business time.
0: Oh, oh yeah.
2: My eyes are really oh, wide yeah. open. I'm going, oh, yeah. Well, now we're going to make it. How gross love. is that? You know I know. Because it's Wednesday. Wednesday night is the night that we usually make love Tuesday night is the night that we usually go to your mother's place And I teach her how to use the video machine again But Wednesday night is the night that we are make a love When everything <laughs> is just right you know Everything's time. right, that's right, it's business time Flight of the Concord love those guys Love Flight of the Concords. they never get old They're so funny, and I hope that you guys have seen that show If you've never seen Flight of the Concords and you're hearing this or seeing this You're saying, what the hell is that? Do yourself a favor, go to HBO, HBO Max, however you get on there. Check out Flight of the Concords. Good stuff. Uh, as far as business, I want to make sure you guys are reading Groovin with Govier. That's right. It's a free It's free. Free article that I write. Comes out every Monday. And it's on FTNfantasy.com. So you don't have to be a member. I know we have subscription packages. And I want to shout that out and push that. If you guys are thinking about signing up for anything related to Ftn, whether it's Ftn Fantasy, Ftn Daily, or Ftn Bets, three different pillars of the Ftn community—Daily Bets and Fantasy—use the promo code MJ Govier. G-O-V is Victor, I-E-R. Yeah, that's right. I'm selling myself. We get a cut of every subscription that uses our promo code. So if you use promo code MJ Govier. I get a cut of the subscription that you pay for. And I'm not forcing anybody to do it. I'm just saying if you're gonna do it, drop my uh, promo code in there. MJ Govier, help a brother out. What do you say? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I'd appreciate it. That much I do know. So do that, and then of course, read my new article when it comes out on Mondays. Groovin with Govier. Groovin on a Sunday afternoon. Who does that song? Can anyone name who does that song? That's tough. That's not easy. But all of the MLB content that you could get by being a subscriber next year is going to be incredible. I'm really excited about that. I know getting a full season of myself with Vlad Settler and Maddie Wood, Maddie Davis. Shout out to those guys. Love those guys. We're going to do a full season of Fantasy Baseball Analysis for FTN, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really, 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 really excited for it. I am. So I can't wait for next season. Even though we're still in this season right now. So I'm not trying to jump ahead too far. I'm just letting you guys know. You guys sign up next year, and I'll remind you guys. We'll be here in the off season. We'll be doing our thing, talking about who we think is going to be amazing and who's going to suck. Like we really have a clue. Just like everybody saw Spencer Strider coming this year. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nobody did. Get out of here. Don't try to fool me. So, yeah, here's Groovey McGovier. That's what it looks like if you've never been there before. Groovey McGovier. Free, 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 free. It's free, it doesn't cost you any money. And when it doesn't cost you any money, that means you can read it for free without any cost to you at all. Does that make sense? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Remember that movie, Rush Hour? Boy, Brett Ratner, nobody likes him, he's a douchebag. And Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker was incredible. I mean, Chris Tucker.
0: Damn!
2: That's Chris Tucker right there. What happened to Chris Tucker? Where did he go? Oh, I'm going to miss him so much. I wish he was still around. He was in um that movie about the Dallas Cowboys where those army dudes, uh, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. That was like six years ago, though. Not a lot of people saw that, but that's actually a really good film. I'd like to recommend it to you. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. It's a long title. It's a drawn-out title, but it was actually a really good film, and I would recommend it. That's where Chris Tucker's been. Anyways, Groove Govia, you know, I drop all my stuff. I throw in some tweets. Mike Trout's Monster Week last week is gone this week. He's not doing anything anymore. And I drop in my movie references and my pop culture references that I uh, have burned into my brain like this stuff. So that's pretty much what it looks like. I, I draw out some long form like this, and then I give you some screenshots at the end. Talked about David VR, Michael Kopek, Dalton Varshow and Mason Thompson. Mason Thompson, and I, you can put this right here. Look at this. See? There's a shout-out to Chad right here in this article. And, boy, Chad, that did not work out, did it? So, look at this. I want to shout out my guy, Chad, who has been a great supporter of mine all year. He is no slouch in his own right as a fantasy baseball player. He's been telling me for three months at least that Thompson would be the closer eventually in Washington. And then what does Thompson do, Chad? Well, I think you know that better than anybody, unfortunately. Mason Thompson, shit to bed, so... I don't blame you, Chad. It's just Mason Thompson had a bad outing. He gave up four runs against the Baltimore Orioles who are fighting for a playoff spot right now, and it happens. So it's part of the growing experience. So, Chad says, I feel like grooving with Govier is what Kid Govier asked girls to do. I never would have said that back then. I never would have said, hey, you want to go groove with me? Let's go grooving. That's ridiculous. I would never say that. Come on. A rascal's name drop on the podcast in 2022. Wild. Huh rascals I with my jeans. like Let's my shoes rascal flats a sexy or the little rascals anyways uh, Chris Tucker is better than Chris Rock wow I think Chris Rock has something to say about that wow dude yeah that's I don't know if you can say that at any rate check out the F- article ftnfantasy.com promo code MJGovier if you sign up for any package on all three pillars of FTN I'm done saying that I'm done with it uh, What else do I need to let people know about? That's it. It's kind of dried up around here. I'm doing shows on the FTN YouTube channel as well. And I'm doing football coverage. I got my picks and bets on the ftnbets.com pick tracker. I'm doing college football bets, NFL bets. I'm playing DFS. I got that going on. So if you want to pick my brain on that stuff, you can do that in the Plaza Podcast Discord, which is totally free. You people who are in this live chat, most of you already know about the Plaza Podcast Discord and how incredible it is. And we have football channels and we have baseball. So we do it all in there. We leave nothing to chance. And it's all available to you. So, you know, take advantage of it before it's long gone. That's right. In fact, can I get Ernie to say that even better than I could? Where's Ernie? What happened to Ernie? He's over here somewhere. Ernie, where'd you go? I I used to have Ernie Harwell clips loaded up in this thing really bums me out i miss ernie ernie harwell one of the greatest announcers not just a local regional announcer one of the greatest announcers in the history of organized sport period end of story he really was love that dude mr dynamite mr dynamite okay so i guess that's it for business time Uh, i'm sure i'm missing something and i'm supposed to be sharing someone else's work and i'm not doing it i feel like i'm letting people down on that angle and that's my bad uh oh i want to share jared perkins so shout out to jared he's a great guy and uh he's trying to toe the line about mental health and baseball players and you know they're intertwined because they're human beings baseball players are human beings yes so shout out to jared perkins please follow jared on twitter he's a great follow and check out his beyond baseball okay so it's part of prospects live and if you go to prospectslive.com, you'll see his beyond baseball and you get some really, really great stuff from Jared. It's a very strong passion project of his, and I really want you guys to be aware of it. So go to ProspectsLive.com and check out Beyond Baseball. Okay. Sound good? Everybody ready? Great. Second out and nine, okay? Or wait, is it? Okay. Second out and nine. I don't remember exactly how Brent Musburger said it during that one time he was talking about Joe Mixon in a bowl game, but it was something like that. But anyway, if you go to Prospects Live, you'll see Beyond Baseball on the left-hand side. You click on that, and he's got articles about Cole Wilcox's journey back from Tommy John. In fact, let me share this with you guys so you can see it right quick. I'm sharing other stuff. I got to share this because this is what I really love doing: is sharing people who I respect and appreciate who are trying to, you know, bring you useful but unique and different aspects about baseball itself or other things that are non-baseball, frankly. So you see these featured articles. There's Cole Wilcox, top prospect to major leaguer to wine bar owner, Mark Tehan's path to life after baseball. Remember Mark Tehan? Wow, that's a that's a blast from the past, isn't it? Wow. wow. Remember Mark Tehan played for the Royals, I feel like? He was a third baseman. Maybe the athletics as well. Had a little bit of pop, a little bit of power. Anyways, look at that. You can read about Mark Teehan. Plus, players react to Major League Baseball's new housing policy. We got the, That was earlier in the year. So some of these are from earlier in the season. And, of course, now that the housing policy will probably change because Minor League Baseball is represented by the MLBPA. So please check out Beyond Baseball from Jared Perkins. Okay, there it is. I've done my duty. I've tried to be a good boy. I hope you guys are all having a great Friday. Let's get into leading off all right it's time for a catch of the day good our first catch of the day so who will it be what do i want to talk about who do i want to talk about (sighs) usually in catch of the day we like to highlight somebody who's been playing well and last week, we talked about Elvis Andrews, and still Elvis Andrews is doing his thing. I mean, I, a lot of you, probably myself included, were expecting him to cool down a bit and chill, but man, the, Elvis Andrews is still doing, he had another home run last night against Cleveland in their 8-2 victory. That's a big win for the White Sox over Cleveland. That was a makeup game. That was a one-off. I think it was a rainout. So big win for the White Sox, who are very much in the hunt now for the AL Central Division. And Elvis Andrews has been a huge part of that. Outside of one O for three on September 11th, last Sunday, right? 0 for 3, and then an 0 for 4 on September 6th, a few days before that. He's been gotten a hit in every game. And he's been hitting bombs, the power. He's got 14 on the season now. And he didn't have anything close to that a month ago. <laughs> he really didn't. So I'm a big, big fan of stories like this when a player pops. Still shows they got something left in the tank. And Elvis Andrews was a great player once upon a time. He was an excellent baseball player. So this isn't some crazy-ass fluke of a lifetime. The talent is there. And now he's got the opportunity on a team that needs him. And, you know, that that feels great. I think it's a hell of a story. Makes me proud. Makes me happy. Makes me want to crack open a, I don't know. No, I won't crack open a bush, you know. Because a lot of times, people just get up in people's faces and they point out their faults.
3: We're going to get all in your face and point out your faults.
2: And Elvis Andrews has had that done to him plenty of times. And he became very distrustful of the world around him. And he started to question everything. And he couldn't trust his own team in Oakland who screwed him and left him for dead. Can't trust Now he can trust his teammates. And without Tony La Russa, too, this is a huge part of this. Is this not? The White Sox and their rise is completely related to no Tony La Russa due to the heart issue with the pacemaker being inserted recently without Tony La Russa, the White Sox are flourishing and sometimes the public is right in betting I like to go against the public sometimes the public is right though everybody has been saying that Tony La Russa is a net negative for the White Sox even though he's a World Series winner many times over and a Hall of Fame manager but even the Rolling Stones suck now I mean eventually it happens right You are never as good as your best. It's hard to recreate that. But the White Sox didn't even need Tony La best. They just needed a player, you know, a coddler and a a supporter of men. Not a coddler, but somebody to understand them and who knows it's a long season, which Tony La does know. That's why he drinks so much. It's a long-ass season. That was a low blow. Sorry. I am curious, though, if Tony's a Coors man, Coors, or if he's a Bush man. I am curious about that. So, all right, Tony, I'm not here to rip on somebody who's got a alcohol problem because Lord knows I'm suffered from my own addiction. In fact, next month it'll be five years—five damn years—free of opioids. You believe that? Five years end of October. Yes, free. Thank you. Such a sweet relief to be off that. So I'm not here to ruin or step on or shit on anybody who's going through an addiction issue. Which We don't know if Tony La Russa is an addicted or if he's an alcoholic. I don't know that. But it certainly seems like he's played a role in his life. Negatively. I'm just, I'm just saying. So. All right, I'll get off that. But uh, the whole point there is Elvis Andrews. He's a very happy man right now, and he's kicking butt. And you should be happy because you have Elvis Andrews on your fantasy squad, right? All right. Uh, just Bob says, don't make him Will Smith him. <laughs> is that Chris Rock? Yeah, that's a good call. Nick Lodolo. Just Bob's just saying Nick Ladolo period. Two games in a row with 11 Ks. Yeah, he should definitely be the catch of the day. That's a great call. Nick Lodolo, back-to-back 11K games, though he gave up a few runs against the Pirates in his last outing. His start last Friday against the Brewers was legendary. It's what got me into my championship in my final of my home league in the head-to-head fantasy playoffs, So we're going to talk about momentarily. Nick Lodolo got me there. It was a huge performance. No doubt about it. And so was Mike Trout. Mike Trout hit six straight games of the home run last week. He carried my team as well. And then this is what Mike Trout does. He can do something so incredible, and then, well, he can't hit six home runs in a row all the time. I know that, but... He just hasn't been there this week with anything. Like one home run this week, Mike Trout? Could you do that? I don't want to go in there yet. I'm slowing my roll. Slow down, Govier. Chill out now. Uh, other comments here. Chad says, I think we have to talk about Jake McCarthy. Well, we have talked about him on the show recently. Things I never thought I'd say, says Chad. Mariners top prospect Harry Ford just hit a home run for Great Bitten. Great Bitten? I just said Great Bitten. Hey, that's a Great Bitten you got there. What was it? Was it a dog Bitten? Who bit you? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Where am I? The walls are closing in. A fool and his money are lucky enough to get together in the first place. That's true. That's just a great saying. That's a li- life lesson from Gordon Gecko. A fool and his money are lucky enough to get together in the first place. But yes, Harry Ford just hit a home run for Great Britain to give them a 2-1 to lead over France in World Baseball Classic qualifiers. Oh, my God. Utah. Give me two. Give me two, please. We're live for the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's on Twitter. Utah. Follow the Discord. Give me two. Uh, the Patreon's up and running. We're going to add football content to it. Please hang in there with me. Please. I'm so busy, and I'm trying to do my best to stay up on everything. And I, But I'm going to be letting some people down right now, and I know that. I'm aware of that. But it's not intentional. Just know that, okay? By the way, Harry Ford is a great prospect that people love. A first-round draft pick of the Seattle Mariners recently. And Ford is a big... Big name, a lot of love in dynasty realms. In dynasty circles, people love Harry Ford. In fact, uh, shout out to my guy, Shrimp Bo Captain, who I haven't heard from in forever. Bow Captain, if you're out there, if you hear this, I'm thinking of you and I miss you. And I hope you're doing well. Also, shout out to Blair. I felt like I connected with Blair a lot more. Blair from Rasball. I love Blair. He's an awesome dude. He's got a great sense of humor and a really good taste in music. And he's very, very, very pro autism awareness in the spectrum itself and respecting people who are on the spectrum and understanding them so i'm really a big fan of both those guys blair i hope you're doing well if you hear this i'm thinking of you and i miss you all right just Bob says congratulations 11 years for me mike oh no shit wow <laughs> Damn, you know. for just Bob something. i love that man just Bob, i'm so glad you shared that thank you so much Chaz says, no clue if he's an addict, but he sure is a dick. Tony the Russa, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, he's old and crotchety, too. You know, is he 78, 79 now? Isn't he old as fuck? God damn, so many old people running this country in important places of power. I'm not against old people. I'm just saying it's time to pass the baton in important areas of power. We got to move on. You know, just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. That's my O.J. Simpson. I'm just saying. He's always just saying. All right, so anyways, uh, Nick Lodolo's hot. Elvis Andrews is hot. A uh, couple other players that are hot that I wanted to mention. You mentioned Jake McCarthy. He's been really, really good in the second half. Big-time bonus for steals. And he just gets on base. So kudos to Mr. McCarthy. Well, I didn't hear anybody talk about the preseason. This is what I'm talking about. It's preseason draft talk, all the shows that everybody does, everybody goes on each other's shows, and they talk about their boom or bust, their sleepers, all that stuff. You can get some of them right and some of them wrong, but some players just don't get mentioned, and they show up during the season because it's so long and drawn out. You just can't predict the future. You can't. Even if it's a hot prospect or a guy who's making his way up the system, somebody else might pop out of nowhere. That's what you can't predict. You can't predict a player who's going to pop out of nowhere. That is what makes it challenging. And sometimes you just got to accept that about baseball.
0: Victory lap
2: certified. No victory lap. I'm just saying. Let's, I think we need to be a little bit more open-minded in our preseason discussion and things of that nature. Also, I should have mentioned this at business time, but I'm going to be going to Arizona for first pitch Arizona for Baseball HQ. It's definitely happening I'm working out the final details now. I think I'm hoping to be involved with it as well, which is going to be very exciting. And we got something really exciting brewing for when I'm there. Shout out to my main man from the Plaza Podcast Prospects Half Hour, Benjamin Chase. He has brokered a deal where it looks like we're going to have somebody on when I'm out there that I'm going to be able to interview a prospect who's in the Arizona Fall League. I'm not saying who or what yet. I'm just giving you a teaser. That's a big win for our squad. our show, it's a big win for us. And Benjamin Chase is the man. Shout out to Ben again. Couldn't do it without you. And I'm so grateful that Ben's a part of the Palazzo network now. So stay tuned because you'll find out more about that. First Pitch Arizona is in the first week of November. So I'll be out there November 3rd through 6 ish But I'll keep you posted on what's happening. Of course, the best way to stay posted on everything Palazzo is the Palazzo Podcast Discord. You can find that at the top of the Twitter feed. Lots of podcasts. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. It's real simple. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, okay, give me two. enough, Gary Busey. Uh, Lately, hot players. Last seven days. I like to look at the last seven days. Some people say it's a waste of time to look at the last seven days because the past doesn't predict the future necessarily. But it sure don't hurt. I mean, Oscar Gonzalez has been on a roll. He's got four bombs over the last week. He's looking really, really good when healthy and showing that power. He had back-to-back... Home runs on September 13th and 14th, and he's been smashing the ball. He's got nine home runs, but this guy's probably a 30-home run hitter. He just didn't get a full season this year. I really think within Oscar Gonzalez's profile is a 30-home run player. And it's so refreshing to see Cleveland have hitters that they're bringing up instead of just pitchers. It really is. Ain't that nice? It feels good. It feels really good. Yeah. More you know. Adolis Garcia, how about Adolis Garcia? Can you guys believe it? Some of you are shocked. Some of you are just like, what? Adolis Garcia, how does he do this? How did it happen? What the hell?
0: Welcome to hell.
2: Some people think of hell when they think of Adoles Garcia. But 2020 season's locked in, and now he's shooting for that 30-30. He's got 25 homers, 24 steals. He's got a couple weeks left. It's Friday, September 16th. He's got one, two, two and a half weeks, roughly, because the season ends in the middle of the week on Wednesday. For those of you that didn't know that, by the way. Strange ending of the year. I think it ends on October 5th, which is a Wednesday. Let me check the schedule here. But I'm pretty confident that I know what I'm saying. So, Adoles Garcia, what are your odds? Will he get to 30-30? At the beginning of the year, if you ask people, hey, who's more likely to have a 30-30 season? Randy or Rosarena or Adolis Garcia? And you know what people would have said. Rosarena. It's obvious. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. I'm just an asshole. Yeah, so the season ends on Wednesday, October 5th. That'll be the last day, I believe, of any final regular season games. Then the playoffs start after that, so... Adolis is running out of time to make this 30 30 season a reality. He's got one, two, he's got two and a half weeks, like I said, just under three weeks. I wish him best of luck. I would love to see him do it. I think Adolis Garcia is fun to root for. He's an exciting player to watch. And if he's going to hit 250, I'll take that. It's not a total batting average failure. If he's a 250 hitter who can go 30 30, hell yeah. And he's about to approach 100 Ribbies as well. I know Ribbies could be harder to track and. Uh, expect it's all part of lineup and context based but man adoles garcia i'm really proud of you buddy that's cool and i did draft him in the palazzo podcast invitational i really did i did i'm not kidding i really did i went for it
0: victory lap
2: certified no it's not a victory lap i'm just saying I, i did draft him and i i just thought when i got him around i think pick 170 ish anywhere from 160 to 180 I was just saying, this is a guy who has power and speed. And even if he strikes out a ton, I can get that twenty twenty season. I thought maybe a twenty twenty season because he'd shown that. But to see a possible 30-30, that is cool. Very impressive. Good on you. Oh, Darren, what's up, Dean? How you doing, man? Great to see you, Darren. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. I haven't been doing the uh, Palazzo Podcast Sunday AMAs. Those were fun to do. I'll definitely bring those back for next season. Maybe we should do it for football on a different day. But Darren says, Mark... Matthias! Matthias? Is it Matthias or Matthias? I'm not sure. I've never heard it out loud. So, that's pretty cool. Mark Matthias, no slouch. I'm not saying he is, but uh, he's been a nice nice little uh, treat. Nice to have a treat like Mark Matthias on your squad. Yes, home run, home run, home run. Double dong game a couple days ago. It was against Oakland, both games, the Rangers... Mark Mathias was huge. He went three for five with two dongs on the 13th, and then the next day he came right back with two for five with another dong and a steal. Mark Mathias is a guy I don't know much about at all. I'm going to be totally honest. I've heard the name, but I haven't... I didn't have a deep scouting report on him. I know he uh, is another guy who's a damn infielder for the Rangers. they got so many infielders that they can use. It's incredible. So, yeah, Mark Mathias was fun. Good call, Darren. He's playing sparingly. He doesn't play every day. That's the only thing, so... Other than that, I'm down with it. Totally down with it. Uh, Just Bob says, because it's easier to have the elderly to connect with the elderly, they don't want to see progression. Okay, that's interesting. Joe, what's up, Joe? Joe's here. Joe says, I'll see you there, Govier. Text you later. At First Pitch Arizona? You going to be there, Joe? Hell yeah. All right. Chad says, I'm pretty sure I know who it is since Ben talks about talking to him. Okay, well, we'll keep it a secret for now. And while you are out there, I'm working on lining up an amazing guest to break down the AFL. See, I told you, Chad's working. We gotta, we're all working together, man. This is, we're building something. This is pretty cool. I didn't know any of you. you did, I didn't know you. You didn't know me. Now I know who Chad is. He's gonna be doing shows here. He's got guests. He's talking a game. He's got something going down. So I think it's pretty exciting. Chad also says, there may be expensive bottles of wine being delivered to this person's house. Are you are you sending expensive wine to get guests on our show? That's incredible. Well done. Oh, Gnostic Baseball's here. I think of 2022 Detroit Tigers when I think of hell. Yes. Gnostic Baseball, I completely agree with you. No doubt about it. Uh, Chad says, I'd say Adullis because he makes more contact, but I wouldn't think either was likely with the 30-30s. That is going back to what I said about Randy Rosarena and Adullis Garcia. So, anyways... There's some hitters that are hot. uh, Pitchers that are doing their thing. Pitching. What was it? Bob Dole, I think. Shout out to Bob. Brought up something about uh, pitchers are more of a personal. You have more of a personal attachment when you stream a pitcher and he lets you down. It feels more personal than it does a hitter. I'm curious what you guys think of that. I thought it it was a fascinating perspective from Bob. Because when you pick a pitcher to stream... You need him for that day. It's really important. I can, I can kind of see what he's saying, but also hitters will let you down. It could be very personal and frustrating. It definitely can. Lance Lynn is back. He's doing his thing right now, and he's closing the season strong. He's got 22 Ks over his last 19, and he's been able to rack up three wins. I know wins are stupid and superfluous, but they're a stat that people use, and we have to include them because they're still pretty universal in most leagues. Even though they're just arbitrary and random sometimes. Like Nick Lodolo, he can pitch outstanding, strike out 11 guys, get no wins. So can Lance McCullers. He did that yesterday. He struck out 11 in six innings, was pretty damn good against the Athletics. Nope, no win for him either. Yay. <sighs> God, I need a bush. need a bush. For too many dicks too many
0: dicks on the
2: dance floor too many dicks too many dicks on the dance floor too many dicks too many dicks on the dance floor too many dicks did you know that we sold out and we now have advertisements yeah we've gone mainstream we're getting 6 dollars that's right we've made 6 bucks so far can you believe it what a dream come true 6 dollars Anyways, I wanted to give you some preparation, some time to be cognizant that a commercial is coming your way. I'm not just going to throw a commercial mid-sentence on you. I wouldn't do that. I respect you, and I know that's annoying. So here's a countdown for the upcoming advertisement from Starbucks or Spectrum, Comcast, Apple, who the hell knows? Three, a two, one.
3: com and check out noom's first ever cookbook the noom kitchen for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living available to buy now wherever books are sold
2: all right so lance lynn's on a roll i already mentioned lodolo eh, who else i want to mention uh, carlos rodon seems to have an injury issue right Uh, He's day-to-day right now, but I'm still trying to find out. If you guys have the information on that, let me know because I want to make sure that people can get that before the show ends. I'm not finding it directly here on Yahoo Fantasy, which you would... They put the DTD right there, right? Day-to-day. They put the designation on the player, but they don't give you an update. It just just says day-to-day. Doesn't give me a player note. What good does that do me, Yahoo? Come on! What the hell's going on here? I'm trying to play. You have failed. Yeah, you have failed. How about uh, Ryan Nelson, guys? Ryan Nelson was a guy I picked up in several fab opportunities last Sunday. Who is Ryan Nelson? Some of you might be saying, I have no idea who that is. Ryan Nelson is a starting pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Last 13 innings, 13 strikeouts, nowhere in runs. He got one win, and he's been pretty darn solid. And Both of those last two starts were against the Dodgers and the Padres, folks. No one runs against either. The Diamondbacks lost his start against the Dodgers 6-0, but it was not Ryan Nelson's fault. That's R-Y-N-E, like Ryan Sandberg. Ryan Sandberg is the top four of the day. That was really not a good Harry Carey at all. I can't believe we don't have Harry Carey drops. I got to write that down right now. In fact, I'm doing that right now. I'm writing it down. How can I not have Harry Carey? That's a huge mistake. Yeah, I just made a huge mistake. Okay, Harry Carey drops. I got this whole list here. Let's see, uh, True Detective drops. Yeah, I need True Detective drops. I don't have any of those. Matthew McConaughey's flat circle stuff. People love that shit. I love that shit. The first season was incredible. In fact I don't have any is a disappointment, so I will rectify that. All right, there we go. Harry Carey added to the list. Good to go. Uh, And then, you guys believe Daniel Bard has still been able to do what he's done? I was expecting a second-half meltdown, kind of like last season, you know, Coors Field could be cruel. Coors. But Daniel Bard has basically been one of the the best closers in baseball this year. Like, straight up. 30 saves, a two ERA, a one whip. Just a, not, as, not a dominant strikeout number. You know, 58 Ks in 53 innings. But, whoo, he's still doing his thing. He struck out the side and got the save against the White Sox two days ago. That was awesome. So, I am... So grateful. Daniel Bard is one of my, by far, the guy I had the most of any closer. on, on all. My, he's on all my teams, basically. And he's been a real, real boom. In fact, between just him and Scott Barlow on the Royals, I've been able to stay in the mix and saves in my main event league. I suck in that league. You want to know how bad I suck? I can show you guys. I can prove it to you. Uh, Darren says, Ryan Nelson. Hell yeah, that's right, Darren. You know what's up. Ryan Nelson's been a great play. It's been awesome to see what he's been doing. Uh, la, la, la. let's see. we get got some other comments here in the live chat. Gnostic baseball says when Nathan Eovaldi got me negative 30 points twice, I took it personal. <laughs> I bet you did Gnostic baseball. I have Lodolo and McCullers and take it personally. They didn't get wins. Can I get a Coors field drop? You damn right. You can Coors. I'll give you that and the silver bullet. This right here
1: is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado.
2: That's for you. Gnostic baseball. Hell yeah. You know what? Gnostic baseball, we share something in common. I, too, I'm going to show you guys this in a minute. I, too, had Nick Lodolo and Lance McCullers in my head-to-head matchup. And neither one of them got me wins. And I'm losing wins. And right now, that's possibly costing me the title. So I feel you, man. I feel the anger. I feel the pain. I feel the frustration. It's so hard. Why? 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 Nancy Kerrigan. Why? That's how I feel. So, Gnostic Baseball, I'm with you, man. Ah, Buzz kill. Chad says, I think we owe Colorado an apology for trashing them for re-signing him. I think you're right. I-, I think that's totally fair. You're damn right that's fair. Everybody ripped the two-year extension Daniel Bard got at the time. I didn't rip it so much as I really liked Daniel Bard. I, I thought, yeah, maybe you could trade him. And you could have got stuff for him still. You could have got players in return. But the Rockies, they don't feel like they're rebuilding. And the way Bard has been so good, this whole season plays out this way. Now, maybe they do trade him in the offseason or next year when they're not in it once again, and they get even more. So maybe it looks like a smart move. They knew what Daniel Bard was, and you got to give the Rockies credit for all the times everybody rips on the Rockies. Again and again and again, we have to give them credit for that. That's a great point, Chad. Uh, Gnostic Baseball says, need a Ernie Harwell drop. Yeah, you know, I got, I got a few of them. I really do. I just got to gotta load them up here. Let me, uh, let me load one up for you, buddy. This is for Gnostic Baseball. He's had a tough week just like me. Nick and Lance McCullers pitch great, but neither one of them can get a win. So we need Ernie Harwell, and we need him right now, don't we? So here you go, buddy. This one's just for you. One more time. It's always great to hear his voice. And he stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. Truck him up. That's great. That's wonderful. Thanks. Good call, Ernie. Good call, Gnostic Baseball. Darren says, hey, how am I supposed to ride or die with Juan Soto in my head-to-head playoffs when he's been complete garbage with the pods? Darren I'll tell you this right now. I have benched Juan Soto for the last week at least in my 12 team OC. And I'm in a tie for first place. I'm trying to win that. But I have benched him because it's batting average and it's roto. And Juan Soto is not helping us in batting average or roto at all. I'll show you. I'll show you this right now. I'll prove it to you. I'll show you what I'm talking about. I'll show you the goods. (laughs) I'll show you the goods. It makes it sound like I'm going to drop my pants. I'll show you the goods. That's not what I meant when I said that at all. I don't want that to be very clear. Not what I meant. Uh, where did I bench Juan Soto at? Okay, so it was in the Midnight Madness. Sorry, but it was a 12-team OC. But still, yeah, I've benched him for a while. So let me show this to you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Let's play that. Let's play uh, What's uh, What can I play? Uh, yeah.
0: Genius, genius, genius.
2: That's a fun one. I'll just keep hitting buttons while I load this up. So,
0: <laughs> spin it.
1: We talking about
0: practice?
1: We talking about practice?
0: About a nine on the tension scale, rope. What are you doing, Rafi? Oh, God, since I left you guys, I was tracking the bear most of the night. Didn't get him. But I did find a big, fresh pile of shit that I thought I'd second harvest because it was full of Hershey Kisses. Spoiler alert, they weren't Hershey Kisses. It was just more shit. I ate it all anyway, got sick to my tummy, puked, pooped, jerked off, and now I'm here with you, bros. What have you guys been up to?
2: Okay, there you go. I hit a few buttons to pass the time. So there you see Juan Soto on my bench. Clear as day right there. You see that? And I'm keeping him on the bench because in batting average leagues, Juan Soto is just no good to us. In OBP leagues, he's still viable. There we go. Let me large that up for you. Yeah. Look at these guys I got on the bench, by the way. Man. It's a great bench, but it's a 12-team league, so just remember that. But there's Juan Soto at Arizona this weekend. I am not doing that. I'm keeping him right where he is. I just can't trust it. I can't trust it at all, and I'm not going to try to take a chance on it. Can't trust it! So... I just want you to know that I'm putting my money where my mouth is here. This is the Mike the Mouth. It was a big buy-in in Vegas. The Midnight Madness, Mike the Mouth, 12-team OC. And uh, it hasn't gone great for me. I'm like a middle-of-the-road team. You can see some of the players I got here. Doubleheader for Andre Semenes on Saturday. Maybe I should get him in the lineup. But, yeah, the pitching's been decent. There's Daniel Bard. There he is. There he but uh I'm playing instead of Soto, Randy Rosarena, Jake Freely, TJ Friedel because of all the extra games they have, and Manny Margot and Brandon Nimmo. So I'm playing Nimmo, Margot, Friedel, Fraley, Friedel and Fraley. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a duo, a doofus duo, or like a kid's nursery rhyme. Friedel Fraley! Friedle Freely! Friedel and Freely. The adventures of Friedel and Fraley. Tonight, all new, actually, it sounds like a lame CBS sitcom or like a dumb TNT show like Franklin and Bash. Tonight, all new, Fraley and Friedel, the Reds get into some big trouble at Great American Bozo Park when their pitching fails them once again. All new tonight on Freely and Friedel. Freely and and (laughs) Friedel. I'm getting it all messed up. So yeah, there's Elvis Andrews. I'm playing him in 12-teamers. Too bad Patrick Wisdom wasn't starting today. That was a mistake on my part. Whoops. So, and I'll show you the standings. Why can't I see the standings? That's strange. Am I zoomed too far in now? There we go. Yeah. Show you the standings I'm middle of the road in this league. Blah, blah, blah. Here you go. Yeah. So, I'm in sixth place. First place is Carter Gill, 85 points. You know, Carter Gill was like totally shit-faced, passed out. Was late to the draft at midnight in Vegas at Mike the Mouse suite, and he showed up, and now he's in first place. And I gotta tell you, that bothers me. That bothers me a lot because I could have just got shit faced and shown up and done as well as Carter Gill, or is that how amazing Carter Gill is as a player? I think I gotta give him his props. Carter Gill, I'm impressed. Well done, sir. Well done. But I've basically been in the same spot in this league most of the year. I'm not gonna make up any ground. That's the way it goes, folks. Juan Soto. A little bit disappointing. Maybe not the best pick. Uh, This was the 12-team O.C. I was talking about. Oh, I'm up two now on that one. That's nice. It's been back and forth. So it'd be nice to take home first in this one. Uh, My squad for this team. There you go. There's a look at it. Remember, this is 12-team, guys. 12-teamer. Brandon Lowe went on the I.L. this week. So that was a bummer. That was a waste of time. I did have him in the lineup early in the week. I did not expect him to go in the I.L. He sat out. And they said he might play the second game of the doubleheader on Tuesday. But then a couple hours later, he was on the I.L. with his back issue. So that was stupid. Uh, Tanner Scott has not gotten saves, but he's struck out four in two innings this week. But uh, Floro is the closer now again. Jose Leclerc, though, I told you guys eventually, Jose Leclerc would be the closer in Texas. I did say this many times. Anybody who asked me about him, I swear I said this. And lo and behold, Leclerc is the closer now. And he's been pitching pretty good. Glad to see him back. Okay, uh, I'll stop sharing that. There's nothing else you need to see there. It's a waste of time. I want to talk head-to-head, and then I got to get out of here. So head-to-head fantasy. (laughs) Darren says, damn, Govia, you got some balls. Fraley and Friedel forever. (laughs) Chad says, hey, I know Carter Gill. Yeah, well, I know him too, sort of. We didn't really talk a lot. I got to shake his hand and say hello to him in Vegas back in March. But it was. I just remember that moment. I'll never forget it because I really thought he would blow it. But now he's in first in September. So full credit to Carter. I'm tr- Jamie says I'm trying to win my matchups as well. I dropped Merrifield, which is sad. I probably won't win this year. Well, that's okay. You can't win them all, right? You have failed. Yeah, he hasn't failed. Don't be mean. So, uh, assuming it's likely the same Carter Gill. Yeah, Carter Gill also plays poker and such. So it's probably the same guy. Uh, Checking Twitter, it's 100% the same person. Okay, great, you figure this out. Congratulations, Chad, nice job. Gnostic Baseball says, LeClerc, nice blown save the other day. Well, sure, that'll happen, Gnostic Baseball, but he's beginning to save more often than not. Every closer is allowed to blow a save, though. I think you would grant me that, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Yeah. All right, so as far as the head-to-head matchups, boy, I'm just really bummed out. I want you guys to vent and let it out right now. Say it loud, say it proud. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me how you're feeling. What's got you? What is bumming you out? What has gone wrong? Are you on the brink of winning your title right now? And yes, as somebody posted, yes, the Cubs are up 2-1 to one on the Rockies in the 7th. Strowman throwing a two-hitter. Hilarious. Uh, I've mentioned the mccullers Ladolo thing this week. But what I have not mentioned to you guys, and this is a true story. And i got to be honest about it. i got to come clean. I can't tell no lies on this one. And I don't want to. Yep. Get ready for a dun-dun-dun. We get two moves per week in our home league for the playoffs. You get 100 moves for the whole season. You can use them all up however you want. But once the regular season's over, those are done. In the playoffs, you get two transactions per matchup. So last week, I only used one. And I won that matchup pretty easily but I didn't use the second transaction before Sunday passed. So I wasted an opportunity to add somebody, and that was going to be Alex Cobb, who on Monday was going to be a two-star pitcher this week, is a two-star pitcher this week, threw a great game against the Braves on Monday, would have got a win, or I could have picked up Elvis Andrews, or I could have picked up another guy who's having a good week, Somebody who could do anything, who could even play, Really? It's was a wasted opportunity not to use a transaction. I was tired. It was later on Sunday night. I was finishing grooving with Gauvier, and I was just exhausted laying there. Next thing you know, I woke up, and it was morning, and I missed my window. I didn't make the commitment, and that sucks because in the matchup I have right now in my home league for the title, which is between me and another guy, Travis. Uh, Shout-out to Travis. He's a really good guy. He's a good human being. Shout-out shout out to you, buddy. You're a great guy. You're a good, great fantasy player, too, and... He has three championships. He won last year. He's going for back-to-backs. And I have three championships. So whoever wins this matchup is going to be the first four-time winner. And that's what hurts more. If I was going to lose to a first-time winner, I'd feel better about it. I really would. I'd be like, oh, congratulations. You got your first title. Can't win them all. But now I'm going to be behind Travis, and that sucks. That definitely bums me out. It's disappointing. And I didn't use that transaction, and also I haven't hit. I have just not been able to hit at all. We got one goddamn home run, folks. One home run this week. It's Friday. I got Mike Trout. Ronald Acuna, whose power is totally gone. Trout hits a billion home runs last week. Hits none this week. Seiya Suzuki, he's hurt now. He got hit on the hand. Jorge Polanco did not come back from the IL in midweek like it was supposed to be. Jorge Polanco's knee is toast. He's toast. I'm not relying on Jorge Polanco now at all. You can't expect anything out of him. Alejandro Kirk is hurt now. He's got a hip issue. These are all players on my team, okay? So I'm just laying out the the situation for you, okay? Uh, Chad says, I'm pretty sure it's in Edwin Diaz's contract that he can't blow saves anymore. Well, it's also in Edwin Diaz's contract that he can't get a save anymore because he hasn't had a save. When's the last time Edwin Diaz had a save? August 31st? August 27th? It's September 16th, people. God damn. Gnostic Baseball says, perhaps you should take up crochet. If setting your lineup is too difficult, you sat there like the house on the side of the road. I did. I totally did. That's great. Gnostic Baseball is so funny. And he stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. Ernie's talking about me right now. (laughs) That's great. So, yeah, guys, I blew it. And I got no one to blame but myself. In a tight matchup like this, every opportunity, every missed opportunity... Matters a lot, and it stings. It's a bummer, but I'm really starting to come to terms with it now. Like it's it's really starting to set in, and I I, I accept it now. I was really bummed out last night, but I see it for what it is. I, I lost. I, I have the weekend technically, but I always read these matchups really well. And Ryan McMahon hit another homer, and that just puts me way down a homer. So here you go, folks. Yep, see. I'm Ghetto Paranoia. I've explained the name a million times, so go back to the old episode to see what Ghetto Paranoia means. It's a uh, satirical name making fun of white people who've been afraid of urban centers for decades and white flight and all that bullshit. Fuck all that shit. So Ghetto Paranoia is a satirical name that I came up with 22 years ago when I first moved to Detroit, and everybody was like, oh my God, it's terrible down there, but it's fine. I mean... Every city has their issues, but way overhyped, always has been. And if people don't know Michigan, it's a very segregated area. It always has been. I'm not talking in the classic sense of like literal segregation where, you know, black kids and white kids didn't go to school together. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's unspoken. And uh, these enclaves that get set up as white communities where black people are not allowed redlining, you know, if you don't know what redlining is, look that up and Google it. It explains everything. You try to. Completely segregate communities by doing it legally, but secretly with handshake deals and ways to keep people out of certain neighborhoods. It's totally bogus and it's so lame. And our country is so filled with just bogus, bogus racial history. It sucks. But, um, you know, we're trying to overcome it now. And hopefully our generation is doing better than the previous generation and hopefully it gets better from here. I'm very, 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 very pro. Equality and equity for all peoples. And if you're not, then you don't belong here. And if you don't understand that, I'm happy to have a conversation with you about it. We could talk further. But anyways, I'm losing to the Los Zapatistas, Travis. Home runs are over now. He's McMahon hits his afternoon bomb. He's plus five on me. How am I supposed to make up home runs in three days? I don't see it happening. Runs are still a possibility. Uh, RBIs, I'm barely hanging on. those. So runs are in play. RBI, stolen bases, OBP. That's four categories where I have a chance. Of course, wins and saves, I have a chance. And Kays, I've blown them out of the water. Thanks to Nick LaDolo and Lance McCullers. See, I mean, look at this. Oh, let me show you the stats for the week. Sorry. Oh, my God. How, how dumb of me. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, look at, these, look at these pitching performances. I got Trevor Rogers on Monday during that doubleheader against the Rangers. He was amazing. Nick LaDolo was Really good with the Ks. He gave up some runs, but his whip was still under one for his outing. San Diego Contra was average, which sucks because he's got Pablo Lopez on the same staff. And for some reason, why doesn't it show his Pablo Lopez start? That's weird. It doesn't have his, well, maybe because Pablo Lopez is on his bench. For some reason, Pablo Lopez's start is not showing up on his side. Did he, not, did he not use Lopez in that start? Did he bench him? Let me see this. Let me go back to yesterday. Pablo Lopez pitched against the Phillies yesterday. He did bench him. Wow! I didn't know that. Boy, that's a... Well, I'm grateful for that. I'd be in even deeper shit now. Holy cow. Okay, well... God, that makes me feel a little bit better. I swore Lopez was in his lineup. He must have pulled him at the very last moment because he panicked against Philadelphia. But Lopez ended up... Pablo Lopez had an excellent performance. He got the win. Didn't have a ton of Ks, but he got the victory, and he had a very, very solid ratio performance in six and two-thirds innings. Wow, dude. That is definitely a wow, dude. That blows my mind right now. Wow, dude. Okay, so the other thing is there's a tiebreaker that favors me. So if we tie 5-5 or 4-4, if there's other ties in other categories, I win because I beat him. I beat his ass in the regular season, our only matchup. So I got a shot at this. But like I said, Kirk's got the hip issue. I picked up... I also was going empty at first base all week long because of Keston Hira. You'll see Keston is not even in my lineup name. Here. You don't even see him, like, as a cut guy who had stats because he didn't play all week. I don't, I don't know what happened there. He was the favorite son, and then suddenly he's just not playing anymore. That sucked. I know Luis Urias has gotten more opportunity there, and I'm happy to see that because I have him, and I liked Luis Urias a lot, but, man, that, that really screwed me. So, anyways... That's the story in my head. Head matchup. I really want to win. I'm really hoping to win, but uh, man, I gotta tell you, it's a bummer. So, Uh, oh, Joe's here. Govea just joining in here, brother. Hope you've been well, Joe. I hope you're doing great. It's Joe Orico, not Joe Orico. How I've said it many times, Joe Orico, my man. Good to see you, Joe. How you been? Check out Joe's show. Follow Joe on Twitter. I think it's Joe Orico ninety nine. I believe, or you just type in Joe Orico. O-R-R, two R's, that's right. Utah, give me two. Two R's. Uh, Uncle Ted Talks says, talk baseball, not racism, please. Hmm. Well, it's my show. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. I think. And if you want to leave, that's fine. I'd like to have you here, Uncle Ted Talks. It was just a quick moment. It was just kind of a, a discussion point. So we talk everything here. We're not just like, I mean, I'll talk baseball. We're talking baseball. But if something comes up and I want to clarify myself, I will definitely do that. And I'm not doing it despite you. I'm just doing it because that's me. I got to be me. I got to be me. I got to be me. That's all. Uncle also says Hunter Brown will be on many championship rosters this season along with George Kirby and Pablo Lopez. I have George Kirby, so that's positive. But I don't even know if I need him now. I, I That's the thing. I've got starters coming up this weekend. Kirby, uh, Alcantara, and Cole apparently are going on Sunday. I thought that they were going to end up going on Monday, but hey, looks like they're going on Sunday, which is great news for me. So I have some more opportunities to get wins. Hunter Brown is a local Michigan product too, by the way. So I'm really happy for him. Tigers missed out on him. I have no idea why. Chad says, Rotor World has shut down their NHL section ahead of the season. And rather than adjust, Yahoo has confirmed... They will have no player updates this season. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! So, uh, Gnostic Baseball said, "You made a gross point there." Hey, that's a zinger, man! Hell yeah! Of course, Gnostic Baseball is from the area, like myself. That was a great one. I wish I I need a zing button. How do I not have a like a a zing? I need a. I'll give you a round of applause for that. That's hilarious. Chad says, "Do better." There is no world where you should be a major fantasy site and not have player updates. Ridiculous. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Giolito, meltdown versus Detroit, and you are running away with a win. Boy, that seems very unlikely. The White Sox, without Tony LaRusso, I've already explained, are on a the roll. They're on fire. So, why would... Lance Lynn is playing his best baseball right now, and I expect Lucas Giolito to play his best baseball tonight. In fact... There's this guy on FTN that I do the MLB Picks and Props show with. His name's MLB Dream. Follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow, and he will make you money. Shout out to Dream. Dream is a guy I've gotten to know recently, and he is smoking player prows. And he's taking the over today on Giolito's 5.5Ks against the Tigers at Comerica Park Live. How many players will sit by the house by the side of the road and watch a baseball go by against Lucas Giolito? At least six, according to MLB Dream, and his record. Trust me, just go look up his record on FTN Bets. We have a live, open, completely transparent pick tracker. Shows you everything about every pick, and he's been making people money. So.
1: And he stood there like the house by the side of the road, and watched it go by. Stuck him up.
2: Uh, Uncle Ted Talk says Kirby is the rookie pitcher of the year for sure. Oh. I'll tell you what. Remember that TED Talks like a month ago, six weeks ago, and Kirby was on the brink of maybe going out of the rotation, and they were, they were trying to rest him some more. They sent him down briefly, and people were panicking. But those of us that stayed true to George Kirby, it has paid off and then some. It's been a huge boost, huge boost. Joe says, call me whatever you like, Mike. Okay, I don't know about that. Uh, Joe Hook says, baseball and racism have a long tradition of being interlinked. Kind of hard not to talk about it. Joe, I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, I don't need to agree with you. We just know the historical record, okay? Why does Jackie Robinson Day exist? Because African-Americans were banned from baseball. They were not allowed to play baseball forever. Somebody had to break the color barrier because there was so much racism. So that's why Jackie Robinson isn't just a fun day to remember a guy. There's a whole story there. I don't think I need to explain that, but just saying. Ted Talk says Edward Cabrera is a beast. His changeup is badass, dude. I'm totally with you. I love Cabrera's changeup. Hunter Brown has a 95 mile per hour slider. Only faster slider in MLB is Jacob deGrom? What? Is that true? Wow.
0: Damn!
2: Wow, that is a great stat, Uncle Ted. Thank you. Jamie says later on I'll be cracking down on your football team. My football team. I have a lot of football teams, so Are oh, you talking about my team in Jared's league? I bet it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. It was an auction league. Season's not over. It's only one week, folks. Uh, All right, so anything else from your head-to-head matchups? Just take my advice on this. When to sit a guy and when not to play a guy, that's your discretion. Don't listen to anybody else but your own gut, okay? Because if you're going to lose, you want to lose your way. You want to blame yourself and nobody else. The worst thing you can do is take the advice of someone else and then still lose when you could have made the same decision and lost. It's much easier to lose with your own Ask Brandon Staley last night. He lost to the Chiefs, but he wasn't himself. He, went, he became a conservative on fourth down. There's conservatives and liberals on fourth down. He used to be a radical leftist on fourth down. Brandon Staley was a king. He was leading a progressive movement for fourth down play. And suddenly, he was not who he is anymore. And they still lost to the Chiefs. So why not just be yourself if you're going to lose anyways? That is my point to all of you. Head-to-head is so much about individual matchups and moments and day-to-day. And when the weekend comes here, if you're in the final throws of your matchup this weekend, just remember, who you start and who you sit is everything. Play your best players. Don't get too cute. Don't bench Ronald Acuna just because he doesn't hit for power anymore. But if you need power and you're way up in steals, like myself, maybe maybe you, you see an angle where you would bench Acuna because you need power. So I know I kind of contradicted myself there, but maybe that's how I'm I'm flushing this out. Maybe that's how I really feel, is in the end, do whatever you got to do to win, all right? Second guess later. So I think that's pretty much it. You know how to play head-to-head. I love head-to-head. It hurts when you lose in the playoffs because it's such a long grind, and then suddenly it comes to an end. All season long, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're gutting it out, and you're playing as much as you can, you giving yourself every day daily lineups all season long that's why baseball is king i love fantasy baseball but in the end when you lose a playoff week and it's over you're like shit it's over all that time all that energy what am i gonna do now ah Anyways, that's it, guys. I want to thank you guys for watching or listening. This is the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Follow us on Twitter, please. Two. Palazzo Podcast Discord and the Patreon, which we're going to have football in. We're going to have more football coverage. I swear it's going to happen. Just give me some time. I know I keep saying that. I'm really running out of time. You guys have been very, very patient with me. Uh, Uncle Ted Talk says, Ronald Acuna is set and forget. He will absolutely go off for 50 if you bench. <laughs> you know what? That is true. That's how it works in baseball sometimes. And uh, unfortunately, Ronald Acuna's power has just it's been zapped this year. And a guy that I love so much. Love watching him play. 11 home runs. 268 average. I mean, he's been around all season. He came back early. Maybe he came back too soon. But he's stolen so many bases that it doesn't seem like he came back too soon. So it's just baffling. It's totally baffling with Acuna. And uh, I'll look into it more in the offseason and see what happened. The last time he hit a home run was seriously. Anybody know when was the last time Ronald Acuna hit a home run? The answer is... Let's see if anybody got it real quickly. I don't see any answers. The answer is August 31st of 2022. That's right. Last time Ronald Cunha hit a bomb, a tater, a dong was on August 31st, the last day of August. And before that, his previous home run was on August 13th. And then before that, August 4th. And then before that, July 8th. So basically since July, I see... One, a two, three, four homers, four home runs for Ronald Acuna since the start of July, folks. Four, that's that's brutal. Is he even going to crack fifteen for the season? But I don't, I don't think he will. So, Chad says maybe Acuna was just National League. Cedric Mullins, we didn't know it. Oh, oh come on, get the hell out of here. I'm not buying that shit. It's just the baseball change and it got in certain players' heads. and Or maybe his bat speed is just not good enough. Or maybe he's hitting the ball into the ground too much. In fact, all the stats are there. Never, Uncle Ted once again pounding the table for never, ever bench Ronald Acuna, especially in the playoffs. My God. He's very, very serious about that. I respect that, okay? uh vaughn grissom is a monster and will be on so many winning rosters this season vaughn grissom was incredible also uncle ted says tank six rangers win the world series next year okay all right fire chris woodward win a title i can see that all right uh thanks to deary my partner i hope you're having a great day in ohio a shout out to you deary shout out, shout out to all of you who participate in the show you guys make the live chat so much more than it than it ever was in the beginning we have such an active live chat i'm such a grateful human being for all you guys whether you like me or not or you're positive or negative whatever you have to say we welcome all opinions and we want to see all angles that is true but some things are facts and i'm always i'm going to stand by in that in a world of irrational facts and uh fictional information it's important that we stay true to what facts are and we always will try to do that in the show. And of course, we'll always make fun of ourselves. I will make fun of myself for being a total doofus, a total bozo. And I hope you guys could find this, the same within yourselves. Appreciate the show. Appreciate the time and energy. Don't forget, you're following us, you're connected with us. MJ Govia on Twitter, hit me up, DM me. The Plaza Discord is a place to be. Ask Ben Chase. Talk to Christian Crespo. Sure. Both those guys are great guys when it comes to prospect talk. First-year player draft. Off-season's coming up in Dynasty. Dynasty's all year long, and you need to be in the Discord. And that link is at the top of the Twitter feed, 2Ls2Zs. Utah. And you can find me it two. by just DMing me. I'll give it to you. No problem. Sound good? Okay. Second out and nine. All right, let's give it over to Russell Crowe. The official show of Fantasy Baseball is the Plaza Podcast, and Russell Crowe approves of this message. Bye bye Right, lads.
1: Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you, and I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action, but we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve, and discipline will count just as much as courage. The Akron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. Sick of being
2: upsold at gyms?